This is Off the Red Carpet with George Pinocchio, sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Off the Red Carpet. I am George Pinocchio, and I am here with two giants of daytime television. <laughs> well, at least one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not you. <laughs> Steve Burton, who plays Jason Morgan Hello. on General Hospital, and Bradford Anderson, who is Damien Spinelli, but not on a daily basis anymore. Not on a daily basis anymore. It's, it's selective. It's uh, only the best moments. <laughs> yeah, sure. But we're working on it. He's been working more on the show, so hopefully we'll get him back permanently. It'll be amazing. You are here. We'll talk a little bit about General Hospital. Sure. Primarily, can. you are here because you have a comedy act. And I think, based on what we see Steve doing on television every day, Bradford, it would be surprising to people that he's actually funny. Well, that's the thing is, when we when we kind of announce that we're coming to a city, people that don't follow us on a regular basis, people that follow us on a regular basis know how funny he is. But people that have never heard of our show, Show, that's the first reaction is like how on earth is Steve Burton funny <laughs> and but then once once they get a and that's that's kind of how we hook them right because once they see it they're like ooh, that's not only handsome that's funny I want more <laughs> yeah right so it's interesting though because when people come to the show in the beginning they're like we, we have no idea what we're coming to see and I said, well, you're coming to see Dumb and Dumber, that's right. and it's going to be amazing for you. Amazing. So just yeah. calm, down. calm down. But we do have a lot of fun now. It's music comedy. It's uh, Q&A, meet and greet. And we've done probably 50 of these shows now, so it's really become a show. And you've got one coming up here in Burbank on Sunday, August 11th at Flappers Comedy Club. Yes. And the name of your show is The Stone Cold and Jackal Show. I know, it's a mouthful. <laughs> but so on, on General Hospital, our characters, my character calls people by nicknames, and those are our two nicknames. And uh, yeah, and it's so much fun. You know, we, our audiences, we've, we've gone out and traveled and visited with audiences for years. And over that time, we've wanted to really give them a show, not just a, not just a question and answer session, but a show. And we did that for a while with a band. And now what we're doing, we have music. We start to show off with music, parody songs. We do stand up. Steve tells some stories. We, a lot for some question and answer. And then we have planned bits. So it's, it's. It, hopefully everything that a general hospital fan could possibly want and more i did see some video bradford of you wearing a blonde wig well there's so much history well that wasn't uh, that wasn't that. our that video that was his personal at home video <laughs> that he shouldn't have shared with you george it was the wrong dropbox oops. link <laughs> oops but yeah fl uh, flappers you know they have a comedy festival every year burbank comedy festival and they had been trying to get us to play um there for about five months and somebody on the board of directors was like, hey, you should check these guys out. He's like, I've been trying to get these guys. So we're going to kick off the comedy festival on, on Sunday. Yeah. You're you know. a special event. We, we are a special <laughs> event. We're very we, special. We, we certainly are special. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So if you're a fan of General Hospital, you get a little bit more oh on the stage show, right? Depending on how much money you pay for a ticket. Yeah, you get a VIP. Uh, that, that's the 90-minute show, and then kind of a meet and greet with pictures with us afterwards, or just you know a regular general admission ticket, which you know you get the show. But it's just so fun to be able to see and hug the fans because I use a lot of Axe body spray, yeah. and they and they love that smell. Yeah, it's amazing. It's not a repellent. You might think it would be a repellent, well, I George, mean, when but you, it isn't. When you apply it, it, it looks like you're in an off commercial. Like <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is like it's like a. This is my pre fog my pre show routine is yeah. Aquanet and body Axe spray. I'm just going like this, and it's amazing, <laughs> so and it works. We know that the 
most of the people who watch daytime dramas are female. Sure. When it comes to your audience and you look out into a comedy club, who are you looking at? Females. <laughs> well, and, and then the, the you know the the random man here who we assume is going to have a great night following attending our show, right? Because he's providing a service, probably, right? So we just hope that it's reciprocated. Yeah. Is your show rated PG? Maybe PG thirteen. PG thirteen is what we call it, because you know, I know a lot of people have their children watch General Hospital, which is entirely up to them. Um, but some, so we like to think that the. We call it for light cursing and in, in some innuendo. Yeah. But GH has plenty of innuendo. We, we try to keep it as uh, kind of family friendly yeah. as possible. Yeah. We don't push more boundaries than General Hospital does. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, there Bradford, you go. Bradford, you know, Steve, has yes. a great singing voice. Amazing. Has he Thank been you. giving you singing lessons to get you to he do said, a little warbling on stage? No, he said don't sing. That was that, that's that, the lesson. That, that was a lesson. Here, I got a lesson for you. Don't <laughs> sing. No, actually, we sing kind of a song together, which is fun. It's it's parody. We're not. He obviously has an amazing voice. It's why it works. He was theatrically trained Broadway, and I barely got out of high school. So <laughs> this is a great comedy duo. Right. And it works. He sings great. We he writes great parody songs, um, and then I'll sing a little bit. But you know, we just a lot of it's improv. A lot of it's already kind of set up. And yeah. We just have a lot of fun, man. It's a blast. You know the show works. Why do you think your friendship works? Uh, well, now that he's admitted that I'm smarter than him, it, it just make <laughs> he makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> um, so, and I think my so intellect wise, I feel good about myself, and looks, he feels good about himself. Yeah. So we really work well together. I mean, when you can walk around with a before picture. It's amazing because there's a before and I'm after, so it, it works great. And But the cool thing is, though, it's something that both of us, I mean, because we're really great friends. I mean, we talk to each other probably more than we talk to our wives on the phone True. every day. But the great thing is we stumbled upon this relationship on General Hospital. Right, you got the the straight guy, the the guy with no no emotion, no expression. And then you got the wacky guy. So it kind of was set up to be this this comedy duo without meaning to. And then they gave us some freedom to kind of expound on that relationship on the show, and it's kind of turned into this thing. And then people assume like, oh, we love their relationship on the show, but they expect kind of me not to do anything. Right. When we go on the road and they're like, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here? These guys are funny and friendly and they're having a great time and they love each other. And we just have such a great time together. You just made yourself almost into daytime's Martin and Lewis. Dean Martin and well, Jerry Lewis. Well, I, I will not set our <laughs> standard that high because I just watched their documentary and they were absolutely amazing. But because people would come up like Ken Schreiner, who plays Scotty Baldwin, he's like, oh, you guys are like Martin and Lewis. And I said, well, let's not go that crazy. But and then people at shows will go, you're like uh, uh, Harvey Corman and Tim Conway and all these comedy duos. And, and I was taking a look at him like. Okay, I can see some elements of those. I would never put us up. With Steve those is not guys. a crooner, as we've already established. Correct, yeah. but you know, with auto tune, I can be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I like hearing, though, is that you are striving. You're still tr striving to make it better. Oh. This is not something that's going to end after 55 shows. This no. is part of your future, right? Well, and the cool thing is, is you know, we have every time we go to a city, we try to do a show that that city hasn't seen before. And, you know, so we have we have appreciation for comics that, you know, have different acts every year. But for us, we some might some might go back to the same city once twice in one year. So we're changing our show more than every once a year. We're making it specific to each city. So no city sees the same show twice. This is an interesting question, I think, at least from my end, sure. is that you know what it's like to walk in 
get handed 80 pages and within a matter of, of a short amount of time have to go deliver those lines. Mm -hmm. So has that made it easier for you to be on a stand-up stage and just ad lib because sometimes you're pulling similar thoughts out of your head to get the point across on TV? Yeah, you know, George, it's a great question because we are we are kind of thrown in the fire with a lot of dialogue all the time. And I think more so being on stage for with the band, being on stage doing all these appearances, you have this comfortableness now on the stage where it almost I don't want to say it feels like home because we still get nervous, but it's kind of a second home and in, in real life, I'm fairly witty. So if there's any kind of if there's any if there's any kind of hecklers, uh, you know, we take care we take care of them. We shut them up right away, and they're crawling, begging for us to stop heckling them back. Um, but yeah, you just got to be quick on your feet because things happen all yeah. the time. The mic might go out. I mean, we had a lady collapse in Houston or uh, Dallas because yeah. it was so hot. She just went into heart palpitations and fell over during our show while he's wearing that stupid wig. By the way, <laughs> the official medical reason was heart palpitations but we all really know there is and it was this little steve burton <laughs> no no but you know it's it's there's nothing like being in front of a live audience i never really appreciated those statements from people who perform live but it's amazing the energy's amazing the feedback's right there so different than doing television and the great thing about our our audience is that the, you know these people spend five days a week with us right so when they see us in person there's a familiarity that exists there that is unlike any other medium, really. And so they are so willing to go with us. When we bring the energy up, they match us. And when they bring the energy up, we match them. And so it is, I mean, it's a love fest. And when you introduce comedy and you introduce music and all these different elements, everything just, there's there's a mutual appreciation of, of what everyone's bringing to the table. And it's, I don't want to get too like gushy <laughs> but cry, it's, it's a beautiful thing awesome it is it is it is great and it, and the thing is too we've been able to build our brand of stone cold and the jackal we do a podcast also called that's awesome that called that's awesome we do that podcast we're close to five million downloads in a year which is crazy um so we're just you know we're always putting content out there we're just creating our own content we're not waiting around for someone to say hey you guys do something. We're going to do it ourselves, and we're having fantastic. fun. Yeah. But you also do this Q&A that you mentioned. Are there certain questions that you get asked in every city? <laughs> yes. That's, and that's what makes it some fun for us because, you know, we have answers to every question we get. <laughs> much, yeah. um, and then certain questions that we will never have answers to. Um, there are certain questions that would either get us in trouble, like, who's your favorite love interest? Or, yeah. you know, those kind yeah. of things. I say, I, I still want, uh, I, I want to live on Monday. I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, boxers or briefs. But but that's the th every time I d I said, ma'am, don't even ask. I know what you're gonna ask me. <laughs> briefs. There you go. <laughs> but so it, it's uh, but sometimes people will surprise us, and that's where you have to think on your feet. And sometimes, and the, the, always, the most fun shows for us are when something new is introduced, and we make it into something that is unique to that uh, that night, and that's always fun. So you've got this PG thirteen rated show. Have sure. you ever been in a city? And you started doing your material, and you thought, uh-oh, this is just a little bit too edgy for this crowd. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and then you'll see a kid in the in the audience. You're like, That's oh, no, I have kids. <laughs> I, I can't say this next joke. <laughs> no, sometimes, like, I, I start the show right, so I'll be, I'll, I'll, you, you, but once you get in stage and the lights are on, you can't see the audience, and but you feel what they want to, you feel like where you're at with them, and sometimes you're like, 
oh, they're they're ready for a good night. They're ready to to go a little bit further. So you might stretch it a little bit, just kind of push the boundaries. And then I go into the audience for the Q and A, <laughs> and there's like a six year old girl there, and I'm like, no, I didn't see you. Oh my god, I wouldn't have said this, 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 and this. Oh no. And then I apologize to the mom, and the mom doesn't care. But yeah. it's, but you know, it's She's it's oh, it's it's something. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make adjustments, but. Yeah. But you're having a good time is what I Dude, like the we're most. Having an amazing, it's the best time of our lives. Yes. Honestly, when I tell you that, we have so much fun going on the road and meeting people. I just think, you know, the appreciation that that fans have for our show, we have for them because we meet generations. Like four generations will come to the show. And it'll be their chance to be like, we love you. We grew up with you. My grandma started us. We didn't have a choice, but now we love you. Everyone and, has a story. You know, it's everyone has a story, and that's what's so cool about it. That's the fulfilling part. Yeah. Being on stage is fun, getting laughs is fun, doing that. But people coming up after going, thank you so much. You got me through this. You guys got me through this. My grandma. It's just amazing. Well, and that's why we do the the after show meet and greet. You know, it was have, doing a comedy show for these for these fans is, is one thing. But without that moment of connection afterwards, you know, it wouldn't be as special. You know, that, that's we're part of their lives. They're part of our lives. It's It's nice to be able to have that moment. Will you ever have a General Hospital co-star pop in to do a comedy cameo? We we have talked about doing a, you know, because we, we get to talk to all these people on our podcast, right? So we know we're introducing more of our castmates to our audience, you know, getting to know them as people. Yeah. And um, we, we've talked about maybe setting up something where we can bring people with us, but uh, we're figuring that out. Yeah, we're going to figure that out. It's, it's, well, it's <laughs> You're just, not ready to share yet. No, it, it's just that, you know, when you have something that works so smoothly, right? We have a buddy who goes on the road with us who kind of manages stuff for us that's been working with me forever. And it's just the three of us. We, we hit a city, we rent a minivan and... Did I just say minivan? Yeah. We rent a minivan. Our cool factor just went way up. You can yeah. say that when you're over 40. Way down. <laughs> Are you over 40? Thanks, George. Um, so we rent a minivan, and we just go, like, we drive to seven cities. We do seven cities in seven days, and it just works so well. Like, we know each other so well. We're always a step ahead of each other when just with work or planning this stuff. Yeah. Throwing another person well, in there. Also, we, I don't want to mess have with no the mojo. We have no scruples when it comes to where we sleep or... We don't what, care. We'll we sleep in the minivan in a parking lot we if we eat, have to. Like we, so, <laughs> we do. Well, because, you know, when you travel, sometimes you have to roll with it and be uncomfortable for a little bit. Yeah. Some people in the entertainment industry are, are used to being comfortable and pushing them past their boundaries of comfort sometimes can bring out a monster. Like we, we don't want to have any monster. We, we will roll into a Walmart when if we don't have a hotel room and we'll literally just sleep in the van for four hours before a show. It's amazing. I, I know he's, I, I, he's stunned. He's stunned. I know he's like, wow, you guys are losers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they don't have Waldorf stories in every town. <laughs> yes. They have Motel 6s. Yes, they do. And but sometimes you just do it, man. You just roll with it. I mean, we're taking naps on the floor of the airport. It's amazing. Oh, it's great. We love it. I, I don't want to not talk a little bit about General Hospital. Sure, please. It has helped you do something Absol like you're oh, absolutely. doing right now. Uh, is there anything that you can tell me is on the horizon cryptically because I don't want to get you in trouble? Well, well, cryptic, cryptically, uh, there's only one person who, who should be synonymous with that name, and that's Shiloh right now on the show. Mm -hmm. He's uh, becoming a really a thorn in everybody's side in, in Port Charles. And uh, hopefully... Um, will take care of this uh, situation. Find some Kobe is a great actor and yeah, he's playing he's a, doing a great job and and uh, but Shiloh, 
you know, needs to go on a uh, paid vacation a to the Pine on. Barrens, oh. you know, <laughs> um, and not maybe come back for some time, uh, maybe just disappear. Or on a walkabout that lasts. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's great, man. You know, we got new head writers now, uh, two new head writers, their head writing change. Um, they're excited. We're excited. There's good story right now. We're, we're just having a lot of fun, you know. I have said this to people that when I go once a year to play myself at the nurse's ball, I am always stunned at the rapid pace of this oh, man. show and it's yeah. just getting how faster many, how many shows you can do because you do yeah. more than one a day i did eight last week eight shows in, in five days week. right yeah in five, in five days crazy yeah it's a little crazy what would you say to people at home listening right now or in their car about what you need if you want to be a soap actor if you want to be oh, on wow. a daytime drama yeah because some That's actors will tell you that you have to be better than actors on other in other platforms because of the it's a difference. amount of work. It, it, there are some yes. sk- some skills that cross over and some that are independent to to soaps, right? And you know, you have to you have to be able to think on your feet because if you have a lot of dialogue and you don't remember it word for word, some actors will lock up, right? You have to be able to know what you're saying well enough to come up with something else that matches and maybe you fool the booth into realizing that you didn't say it word for word. So that is something that everyone on set appreciates because if you mess up your the second the in sentence number three and you're like oh man i messed it up and you stop the action and you have to do a whole nother take that sets everybody back right so um that is the one thing that it'll make you a smarter actor it'll make you a quicker thinker and you know it's uh yeah and you, you have to be okay with not being perfect at every time but you know, getting, getting it out there and yeah and and uh, the lady uh harm her she played harmony her name's inga she she said a good thing at the gh fan club she was like i've come from prime time in movies but they move so fast there you have to be so prepared to not only say your lines and get them out and and act but also tap into some emotion that you might not have been planning on and then you get a direction where you're like hey you got to go a little deeper here or whatever and it's got to be quick you know, and it's the best training ground ever for an actor. Right. And okay. I, I believe that. And you, you do um, voices of video games, right? Sometimes? Correct. Yes. did you do a James Gandolfini movie? Was I did. I did called The Last Castle the Last with James Castle. Gandolfini and Robert Redford. So when you showed up on the set of The Last Castle, were you the guy that knew everybody's lines? I knew every, the whole script was memorized. <laughs> when I, I, I didn't know any better. I, I, I got off the plane. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. And they're like, just, just calm down. down. Yeah, just calm down. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. People are taking seven takes just to get their line out. This is madness. You know, but really where it helped me being on GH was, so it was all in a prison in, in, in kind of a courtyard of the prison. And um, we were shooting a scene and the director came up to me and he goes, okay, uh, since we're here, we're shooting the end of the movie next. I go, what? What? What, what? what do you mean? I said, that's not supposed to be for like 10 days. He's like, yeah, but we're going to shoot it now. So go get ready. And it was the scene where I pull a gun on, on Gandolfini, you know, and, and it's this whole emotional scene. I'm like, okay, great. That's what GH taught me. Like I could literally go in the corner. There were 400 extras around. It was loud and just prepare and go and give one take and be done. So it's pretty amazing. It's a great skill set to have. I know that I've always felt like people who get their big breaks in daytime and then move on later if they choose to are the ones that get it really easy. And the people who 
were in films or on weekly television series who come to daytime later it's trouble have a real struggle realizing that this is really fast and i'm not used it's to a, it it's yeah. it's it's so a fish out of water because we had when we were doing a lot of the mob stuff we had some guys who were in all these kind of i don't want to say b movies but independent film mob movies that you'd recognize and they'd bring them on for these you know scenes one or two scenes and this one guy was so odd he was so flustered that that we he was asking the camera guys for water he's like hey can you get me some water i go hey that's the wrong person um so we did the scene he goes okay a couple more rehearsals and i'm ready and and they're like uh no we just taped that he goes what he goes we taped it i said yeah the cameras are moving now to the next set thank you so much for coming in it's amazing to work with you he's like he was just his head was smoking walking out of there so not happy we never saw him again oh <laughs> <laughs> he was dead in the well, pine barrel and also some people that have never worked in in soaps have opinions about them right and they're like oh well, I, i'm sure i'll be able to do that because from what i think i know about this it's there's not a lot of craft or there's not whatever so then they get on and they're like oh, it, it, it's terrifying for them and uh so serves them right well, are you ever terrified <laughs> taking the stage doing your comedy? Are you now at home when you hit that stage? Um, I, I still get very nervous. I still get very nervous. I, it's just, it's pure adrenaline for me. I came from musical theater, like, and not to say that we're doing musical theater, but, you know, I, I, I come in through the crowd singing, and I, so there's that moment that just that adrenaline before, but there's none of it that says, don't go out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's not, I, I'm not terrified. I'm just and we usually we have a very gracious crowd, so that yeah. makes it easy for us compared to real stand up, where you know, yeah, you're, we have a pretty friendly. Audience. We have a we have a friendly audience. So, which one of you takes more risks on stage? Do you think? That's a good question. I I'm more. I think sometimes <laughs> I I'm more likely to do something that'll get us in trouble. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't know. If, I, don't, I guess that's a risk. So, um, <laughs> so we have to come up with a code word. Uh, something that will get us arrested in Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm on there for a good 20, 25 minutes doing stand up about the show in real life. So for me, that's out of my comfort zone, and it's been amazing. Yeah. You know. Well, it was fun to watch all the clips, and if you'd like to come to see Stephen Bradford at the Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, whether you're in town or maybe you want to fly in for Sunday, August 11th, maybe drive in, <laughs> That's um, right. for the Stone Cold and Jackal show, they'd love to have you, and if you get VIP treatment, then yeah, you can take um, come on. Yeah, some pictures a lot of guys. We take a lot of pictures. pictures. Hugs. <laughs> Flapperscomedy.com. All right, thanks so much for joining us, Steve thanks, and George. Bradford. We'll be back again soon with another edition of Off the Red Carpet. Bye, everyone.